The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 16th edition. We've got a five-game slate to break down for you, so it'll be nice and quick. We'll go a quick, quick run-through through the four-game early slate, not too in-depth there. But uh, it should be a nice little Thursday. Keep it simple. A little bit of action that uh, won't kill you. It was a fun, fun Wednesday night yet again. Kent Maeda, you know, if you can pivot off the chalk, it's always good. You know, Vern Enter, great spot. Corbin loved him. I told you $1,000 cheaper. Really great spot as well, so I had no problem there. But it was more, it was um, minor and Maeda were the two I was targeting, kind of low ownership wise. Uh, minor was only like three and a half percent, Maeda was like eleven percent, so definitely off the chalk. And Minor didn't really get it together. He he didn't pitch, he didn't pitch horribly. He just didn't strike anybody out. It was ugly. It was a roller coaster ride. But he got through five, got the W, just no Ks. Um, but but Maeda twelve Ks and in, in his six and two thirds was filthy. Forty one points. He got it in. He got it done. That's how you play GPP in Draft Kings. So lots of fun stuff there. Like I said, four-game early, five-game slate today. If you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. Let's go over the totals just real quick on your four-game early slate. It's all about the offense, baby. Brewers at Philadelphia, total of nine. Mets at Nats, total of nine. A's at Tigers, eight and a half. Rangers at Royals, ten. You have... Wind blowing in from left field in Washington between the Mets and the Nats at 11 miles an hour. Blowing in from center between Oakland and Detroit at 9 miles an hour. And blowing out to center in Kansas City at 14 miles an hour. So, yeah, the total's already 10 there. It's going to be a fun fun one to check out. Real quick, the way I'm looking at pitching, it's, uh, you know, Zach Wheeler definitely in play against the Washington Nationals. That's, that's the, the top high-priced guy you're going for there. Got no problem going Wheeler. If you need to save, though, Chris Bassett's my favorite arm today at Detroit. Really big fan of Chris Bassett. And my third arm on your four-game slate, if you're punting, is Zach Davies. You know, Davies, not a big strikeout guy, but when you look at Davies, um, he faces a Philadelphia with a 23% K rate. He's got a 46% ground ball rate, and somehow he keeps the ball in the yard. So, you know, it's, it's not pretty with Zach Davies by any means, but Philadelphia, 4-6-5 team total. That's like middle of the pack to bottom of the pack on a slate like this. Uh, they've been struggling quite a bit. Could they destroy Zach Davies? Sure. But Davies has that good, like, 13-14 point floor that you really enjoy there, and he's only going to cost you 7K today. So what I did on my first build last night when I was bored, I put a Zach Davies-Chris Bassett line together, and it got you all the bats. 
and the bats you're looking for today. You could go some Brew Crew lefties versus Eflin, and Eflin's also GPP relevant. I don't hate Eflin at 9100 bucks. He's been super, super good this year, and you might get a nice getaway day lineup with the Brew Crew with that wind blowing in, or with that, just, just pay attention to that one. But uh, you can you can go Brewers lefties versus Eflin. That is an option for you. But it's like Mets, Mets versus uh, Animal Sanchez is in play. Um, Oakland versus Turnbull, you can. I respect Turnbull. But what you're doing here is you're, you're taking your pitches. This is why I went Bassett and Davies. And you're loading up Texas, Kansas City. You got Homer Bailey versus Lance Lynn. When you're looking at Texas, you got a team with a four, almost a five-team total. Lefty's 366, righty's 365 uh, against Homer Bailey. You got uh, Willie Calhoun's up. He went deep. He's uh, second base outfield eligible. You got Sensu Chu went deep yesterday. Mazzara, Guzman still only 38 buck, 3800 bucks. If you read the batter breakdown of the Quant Edge yesterday, he was my GPP play of the day, so lots to do there. Um, there there's lots of ways to go. Gallo's always in play. But again, Mazzara, really, really good option. Uh, lots of ways to go with your Texas lineup. And then when it comes to Kansas City, they have a 5.1 team total against Lance Lynn. Lefty's 342, righty's 292. Alex Gordon has crushed Lance Lynn, 10 for 19 in his career. I love him at 4800 bucks. Uh, Mondesi's in play. Nicky Lopez, if you want to go cheaper, he's second base only. He's a nice option, batting second in that lineup. Whip Merrifield's always in play. I like Hunter Dozier. He's been hit with a lot of power against right-handed pitching, so don't sleep on the Doge. It's, it's pretty much lock and load any way you can stack that lineup. When I made my first build last night when I was uh, watching the end of the Sharks game, it came out to uh, you know, Ramos, Wilson Ramos, Ronald Guzman, Nicky Lopez, Hunter Dozier, Ahmed Rosario, Willie Calhoun, Joey Gallo, Alex Gordon. I'll sleep with that. That sounds fine to me. So that's where I'm going on the early slate of action. All right, now down to your five-game main slate. It sucks. It starts you know, half hour earlier, 6.40 Eastern time compared to the normal like 7.05, 7.10. They would have won a half an hour even sooner. We'd have a six-game slate. Not sure why they couldn't do that, but they didn't. So we got Cubs at Reds, total of 8.5. Cardinals at Braves, 10. Blue Jays, White Sox, 9. Twins, Mariners, 9.5. Pirates, Padres, 8. So you're targeting pitchers in the late game. If you, on short slates, I guess, if you want to double-dip the pitchers on the same game, no problem with it at all. Weather-wise, you got wind blowing out to left between Toronto and the White Sox at 14 miles an hour. You already liked that game. It looks even better. Uh, and Pittsburgh at San Diego blowing in from right field at 16 mile, miles an hour. We already like pitching in that game. It looks even better. Uh, there's three pitchers I'm looking to target on this slate. The first one is Luis Castillo at 10-6 at home against the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, always risky in Great American Small Park against a really good offense. But Luis Castillo, elite this year. If he scuffles tonight, so be it. On a slate like this, you can take you take this this floor that he's been giving you. He's averaging 24.9 points per game in his five starts at home, 25.2 on the road. He has a 1.65 ERA at home this season. He has been electric. His last few home starts, 22.2, 16.7, 38, 24. He's been so good this year. Has not faced Chicago yet this season. But that changeup, I, when I watched him face the Giants in San Francisco, that was just pure pitching porn. It was unbelievable what he was doing with that pitch. He's basically two-pitching it, fastball changeup, and his problem was walks. If he wasn't walking, guys, he would have just really, really carved him up. He got a Cubs team that strikes out over 22% of the time. Castillo, 25% K rate, 48.5% ground ball rate. Uh, a Cubs team with a four-team total. Lefties, 353. Righties, 287 versus um, Castillo. And watch the lineup. Rizzo's been battling back spasms. He's missed a couple games lately. If he's out, that's even bigger for Castillo. Um, that's just that's a big blow to that Cubs lineup, especially from the left side of the plate. So 
When you're looking at the night slate, the Cubs' second lowest team total on the slate. Luis Castillo definitely in play. If you want to save some cash, Trevor Williams is 8300 bucks at the San Diego Padres. Trevor Williams isn't flashy. He's got a 2870 ERA on the road in five road starts compared to 426 and three home starts. He's averaging almost 17 points per game on the road. What Trevor Williams d- does, and Nick Pollock of Pitcher List wrote a great article on Fangraphs about it. He really, really, really. He's a quality start machine. He's not an overwhelming machine. Like when it comes to strikeouts, it's five, five, six in his last three, which is great. But then four, five, three, three, six. Like no more than six in any starts. It's mainly fours and fives. But you know, on the road at Cincy, dealt at Washington, okay, at Detroit, fourteen and a half. He's like a a good fifteen plus point floor, and he's facing a San Diego team in good old Petco Park. And yes, it's more hitter friendly than before. I know, but still, with that wind blowing in from left, that helps a lot with a guy like um, Trevor Williams. San Diego strikes out 27% of the time with right-handed pitching. Now, Williams only an 18% K rate, but you know, he's had those 5 and 6K starts. Now you face a team that strikes... Kenta Maeda struck him out 12 times on 85 pitches in 6 and 2 thirds last night. I know Maeda has better strikeout stuff than Trevor Williams, but you know, 27% K rate, if Trevor Williams walks into maybe 7 or 8 strikeouts, booyah. He's got a 41% ground ball rate, 31% hard contact rate, everything looks really good. And when you look at San Diego... 4.2 team total, third lowest on this slate. Lefties 317, righties 304, and the Padres have 298 Woba versus right-handed pitching is not that great. So Trevor Williams, 8,300 bucks. You know what he is? A good cash game play. I don't really recommend cash too often on slates like this, but he gives you that good stability in a matchup tonight. Then the last guy I'm looking at is in that Padres game as well. It's the Padres lefty Eric Lauer, 6,800 bucks. When you're talking punts, you're talking guys like Eric Lauer, not sexy at all. 3-4-3 ERA at home compared to 8-2-4 on the road. Uh, fan, uh, 12 drafting points on average at home. His last few home starts, five innings, two earned, five Ks against the Dodgers for 14. He went five innings, six hits, two earned, uh, five Ks for 13 points against Cincy. And he had one point against Arizona and then 20 and a half against the Giants. So what he gives you is about a 13, 14 plus, uh, point floor most of the time. And what we really, really like here when we break down Eric Lauer is, you know, Pittsburgh strikes out 21% of the time versus lefties. Lauer, 20% K rate, almost 39% ground ball rate. But that wind blowing out is tremendous. And Pittsburgh has the lowest team total at 3.8. Sure, lefties hit 337. Righties 331 versus Lauer. But here's the kicker. Pittsburgh is one of the worst, if not the worst, team in baseball versus left-handed pitching. They have a 262 Woba and a .092 ISO on this season alone. So I told you most of my stats is 18 and 19. This season alone, striking out over 28% of the time versus left-handed pitching. They struggle tremendously versus lefties. And on a short slate like this, if, you know, these pitchers don't work, so be it. Um, don't go heavy tonight. Like, really, just, if you're going to play, play to have fun. Play to keep your, you know, get your streaks to live, to get crowns or whatever DraftKings does now. But you just got to go with the best matchups, and Lauer is one of the best matchups. So, and I, I made this list last night before I even saw the team totals. It just happens to be I picked the three lowest totals on the slate. It's usually how a good way to start. Not always a good way to finish, but a good way to start. So it's Luis Castillo up top at 10-6. It's Trevor Williams at 83 it's Eric Lauer at 68, and if you want to put Lauer and Williams together, not a problem at all. All right, let's go to the bats on this five-gamer for you. At the catcher's position, uh, James McCann versus uh, Marcus Stroman, wind blowing out in that ballpark at 47. You can go there, but if you want to save a couple hundred bucks, Omar Navarez at 45, very, very much in play against Michael Pinata in Seattle. The dome should be closed because it's supposed to be raining up there, so get a nice dome game in Seattle. Omar Narvaez at 45, take a peek at him. But if you want to save some cash, my boy, I've been tweeting about him. 
I think about about a week or two ago, picked him up in Fab before anybody else figured it out. And then Mitch Garver goes on the IL, and then I tweeted out more of his stats last night. Jason Castro crushing baseball, folks, crushing baseballs. Thirty-seven hundred bucks versus Eric Swanson tonight. Uh, the Minnesota Twins four point eight team total. They have a three forty one forty eight team woven a two thirty eight ISO versus right-handed pitching. Lots to like here with Swanson, and they are the third highest team total on the slate. The Minnesota Twins. Castro at thirty seven kind of feels like a gift on this one. Brian McCann's behind the dish for Atlanta, thirty six hundred bucks against Wainwright. Don't hate that at all. When you're looking to attack Adam Wainwright first, Atlanta's got the highest team total at five point one, but lefty's three twenty, righty's three hundred four versus Waino. So Brian McCann at thirty six, another option for you here. So this is why you probably don't need to pay up at catching. You can save some cash here. Jason Castro, Brian McCann, two options I definitely don't mind. Uh, a few others, maybe check the lineups because nothing really for sure at the moment. Like if you're not using Eric Lauer, Elias Diaz at 31, or Francisco Cervelli at 3K are options you can go to. But besides that, again, check, check the lineups. Maybe we'll get a, a, a cheap dart we can throw out there. First base, uh, Josh Bell is hitting everything, hitting absolutely everything. Uh, I'm not saying don't play him, but lefties do hit 337, righties 331 versus Lauer. So if you're not using Lauer, because a lot of people are going to use Lauer. That's the thing. A lot of people will. And what I'm going to try to do is differentiate my bats, get my pitchers I want, differentiate my bats on a slate like this. But if you are fading Eric Lauer, Josh Bell at 56 is very intriguing. But if you want to slide on down, Jose Abreu has been hitting the ball so, so well this year, averaging seven points in his last 10, 14 points two games ago as he went to Ding Dong City for the 10th time this season. Uh, Marcus Stroman, you can respect him, but he's also fallen off the wagon the last like three or four starts. Very, very hittable. Of late, lefties 349, righties 298 versus Stroh. Uh, you got a guy like Abreu with that wind blowing out in the left. Could be a very nice play at $5,000. Uh, Edwin and, and Vogelbach, interesting versus Pineda. You can't sleep on Seattle tonight. Not a chance at all against Michael Pineda. Uh, 4.7 team total for Seattle in that matchup. A couple others to take a peek at. Freddie Freeman at 45. You know, lefties versus Wayno. That is an option. Um, Jay Bruce at 42 GPP only because he's so inconsistent. Justin Smoke tweeted out a lot of uh, you know May 1st to May 15th X stats and whatnot on the Twitterverse yesterday. Smoke's name popped up a lot. He's hitting the ball very very hard. His uh, you know actual numbers versus X stats uh, show some of the best positive regression coming. He's been bad, averaging 3.8 his last 10. He's been horrible. If you don't want to get on him until he gets going, I get it. But he has 3,900 dollars tonight in a great hitting environment in Chicago. Against uh, Dylan Covey, the the Toronto Blue Jays have a four point seven five team total. Lefties three fifty two, righties three hundred one versus Dylan Covey. Covey's very very bad. So if you're looking to be a little different tonight, uh, a guy that's been struggling a lot but has tremendous upside, Justin Smoke at thirty nine could be your man. A few others to look at for you here, like a uh, Ryan Healy's always interesting in GPP. Rowdy Telez at thirty six mentioned Smoke. The same reasons you look at Smoke, you look at Telez. Telez been struggling a ton too, but Different to Smoke's been showing up as a regression candidate, not so much to Les. Uh, if you're looking for another punt, you got Yonder Alonso at 35, but your punt of punts, this is an easy one. He's first base outfield eligible, so you can use him in the outfield if you want to, as Marwin Gonzalez at 35 versus Eric Swanson. That's your jam. 7, 16, 10, 21, 7, 7, 7. So out of his last seven games, it's seven or more DraftKings points. So Marwin at 35 is where you want to go, either as a punt for first base or the outfield. No problem either way. Second base, you got Eric Sogard who's been struggling, but 44 versus Covey. If you're stacking Toronto, I could see an Eric Sogard appeal. Uh, Ozzie Albies at 41 versus Wayno, especially in an Atlanta stack. 
It's just weird. Albies was hitting seventh last night. Kind of ruins the stack if that's the case. So keep an eye on that. Colton Wong at 4K, very nice spot there versus Teheron. You want the lefties versus Teheron. Uh, not a lot here at second base tonight. Uh, Greg Garcia at 3,700. He was 33 last night. I mentioned him. He got you zero. But that's what punts do. He's 37 tonight. So pick your poisons. Uh, maybe Yair Munoz at 35 finds the lineup. There's really not a lot here at second base. Brandon Drury's 34 if he cracks the lineup. Addison Russell's 33. Daniel Descalso's 33. Uh, Shed Long's 32. Shed Long's not a bad one if you want to go down there. Yomer Sanchez at 31 is a nice punt as well. So, yeah, Yomer Sanchez would probably be my favorite punt there at 3,100. That'd be a guy if you say, screw it, that's where I'm going. Otherwise, you know, GPP with uh, Jonathan Scope, don't mind Colton Wong, and then Albies, and then Sogard. So, second base, pretty weak for the most part. Third base, you got Yoan Moncada at 54 versus Stroman. That's a really, really solid play tonight. Eugenio Suarez loves his lefties. He's 4,900 bucks versus Quintana. Quintana's been pitching well, but you know, you put me in Great American Small Park, I'll figure things out. 4-4-5 team total for Cincy. Lefties 284. Righties 335 versus Quintana. So Eugenio Suarez, if you look at Mike Tuck's um, sheet, him and Robert Riggs, they have a great sheet. They try to update every morning for us. Uh, they're still developing it, and it's, it's so far so good. Uh, the, the projected points, I'm not going to give away everything because I want you to come to the Fantasy DJ Slack chat and, and get the info and chat with us. But Eugenio Suarez has the most projected points on the slate at 16.2. He's got a projected value of 3.3, one of the highest projected values on the slate when it comes to batters, and he's facing Quintana tonight. So according to the sheets, Eugenio Suarez, big boy play tonight. Like that like that call a lot there, boys. Good stuff with that. Uh, you got Machado, always relevant at 43, but I'm curious to see how popular he's going to be. But the matchup suits a great play tonight for Vladito. He doubled on two nights ago. We haven't really been able to use him. Well, we could have used him that night, but nobody did. Day game yesterday. I said it a couple days ago. His like his hard hit rate, his exit velocities were ballooning. Like they were going through the moon. The big game was coming. It was like the next day he doubled dongs in San Francisco. He goes 0 for 3 with a walk and a ribeye yesterday. But uh, things are coming for him. He gets Dylan Covey tonight at 4,100. I don't mind Vladito at all. Yeah, Carpenter at 4K. He's definitely worth a look. First base, third base eligible. Yuan Camargo at 35 for a punt. You could look there. If Miguel Sano cracks the lineup at 35, you could give him a look. Third base, he's got outfit eligibility, which is kind of nice. Um, he had 10 rehab games. He had 316 with two home runs in his rehab games. Not a must play at all, but for $3,500 as a third base or an outfield punt, I don't mind it. It's it's an option. I try to uh, not go there, but he is in play in that matchup. Shortstop Tim Anderson's worth a look every day. He's 55. We got Paul DeYoung versus Wrighty at 52. We like that. But Jorge Polanco at 5K is where I'll probably be going against Eric Swanson. I love me some Minnesota pretty much every day. I've been loving Minnesota. In a great spot again. Eric Sogard at 44. Mentioned him as value. Machado at 43. You could go there. But when you slide on down, like a Freddie Galvis at 39 does give you some savings. He's not crushing it like he was before the season, but he's swinging it well. 10, 9, 5, 12, 5. So 5 or more in 5 straight. 9 or more in 3 of 5. So at $3,900 for uh, Dylan Covey, it's not a bad spot to pick on a bad pitcher. Uh, Tim Beckham, not going to probably play. But uh, where is our boy J.P. Crawford? J.P. Crawford's 3100 If he cracks the lineup, give him a look. And then um, Jose Iglesias of Cincinnati, 3300 He went deep again yesterday. Been sneaky good facing the lefty Quintana. So Jose Iglesias is also a value play on this slate. All right, outfield. Starling Marte, if you're fading Lauer, is in play. Marcelo Zuna, very intriguing at 5K. Uh, you got Mitch Hanniger, Domingo Santana against Pinata, trying for that. 
like Eddie Rosario at 47 for Swanson's in a great spot. Ronald Acuna Jr. at 45, big fan there. Stole two bags last night. Got you 15 DraftKings points. He's going to get it going here too. He His name showed up a lot on those things I tweeted out. He, he's coming. He's coming, folks. It, it is, it's really close. He's 4500 bucks. Something to look at there. If you are attacking Quintana, and I think it'll be really low-owned. Cincinnati, it'll be a very low-owned way to go tonight. You got Nick Senzel, 4400 bucks. He got you 18 DraftKings points last night. He's got seven or more in four of his last five games, nine or more in three of those five. He's smoking it. Like his 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 overall stat catch page is pretty erotic at the moment at forty four hundred bucks for Nick Senzel. So go check him out. Randall Gritchick, don't mind him at all at forty two hundred for still in Covey. I just wish Toronto had more left handed bats. That's the thing that with Covey, I'm not going to trust him to pitch him. If he has a good game, no one would be shocked because Toronto their offense can fall asleep like they really could. Like. If you want to be super contrarian on a small slate, you pitch Dylan Covey. It's probably what you do. That's probably where you go if you want to get really, really weird. But because uh, there's really no lefty action, and I, I told you how uh, lefties hit 352, but righties 301 versus Covey. Toronto 282 Woba and a 155 ISO versus right-handed pitch. It's not great. Uh, I just love the hitting environment there. I think Toronto's going to get it going here sooner than later. Just not a lot of lefties. So Gritchick is in play, but I just wanted to have that little tangent there. If you want to get weird, I can see the Covey appeal on a slate like this. Because when you look at a guy like Dylan Covey, he's 6200 bucks. He's the cheapest guy out there. So you could look at something like that. But I'm not there at this point. At 5.45 a.m. Pacific time, I am not there for you right now. Jose Martinez does love his righties. He's 42. I mentioned Jay Bruce in a GPP. Fran Mill's always GPP relevant. Just sucks. He's up to 4200 bucks now. It was so much more fun when he was cheap. Uh, Byron Buxton, if you want to get weird in Minnesota, you wrap it around with Byron. He's been playing great. 16, 9, 3, 17, 10, 9, so 9 or more in 5 of his last 6. He's been very, very good, averaging 8.1 over his last 10. He's got 18 doubles on the year, folks. Buxton really swinging well. He's 4K, good wraparound stack to differentiate yourself if you're going heavy on Minnesota. Max Kepler at 39, definitely worth a look for you there. Uh, then it just becomes like a lineup thing for value. Maybe Philip Urban sneaks into Cincinnati, 3,800 GPP dart. Not a must play, but a dart. If Malik Smith is back in the Seattle lineup, I know they called him up. If he's back, he was swinging it so well in AAA. 3600 bucks versus Pinata is definitely worth a look. There's a lot of interesting value tonight. It just sucks there's no pitchers. Uh, Charlie Tilson, if he's leading off for uh, Toronto or Chicago, which he should be, facing Marcus Stroman, big-time power bat, 3500 He's worth the punt. And then other than that, check the lineup. Johan Camargo, Miguel Sano, Marwin Gonzalez, all puntable options down here. So really good stuff if you so choose. Kind of sucks. There's really no big pitching to go for on the slate. But if you want to go Castillo, Trevor Williams, you can go there because there is value if you so choose. So recapping your pitching, it's Luis Castillo, it's Trevor Williams, it's Eric Lauer. That's where you're banging it out on this five-game slate. Okay, stacking it up. Atlanta's got the highest total. Lefty's 320, righty's 304 versus Wainwright. You could go there. It's not my favorite stack, but it is in play. Minnesota's my favorite stack versus Eric Swanson. I like that quite a bit. Uh, you can pick on Julio Tejeron with St. Louis if you so choose. But after Minnesota, I'm picking on Dylan Covey with Toronto. And I'm picking on Marcus Stroman with the Chicago White Sox. Probably more White Sox than Toronto, to be totally honest. But I do like uh, Toronto quite a bit because Covey's really, really bad. But that fact that the more we went through this, there's just so few lefties in that Toronto lineup. It's pretty crappy. If you want to be different, Cincinnati against Quintana, especially Aohan and Suarez, and the right-handed bats, another way to go. But if you have any questions... I'll be over there in the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat pretty much all day long. I'll be in and out of the Quant Edge, but I'm off writing duties today. So not really going to spend a lot of time over there if I don't have to. So come join us at the Fantasy Sports DJs. But they'll have you covered at the Quant Edge. Promo code Bubba for whatever you need.
BVP on this slate. We'll go through the whole slate. Early slate action. Adam Eaton, 9 for 15. Two doubles against um, Zach Wheeler. Rendon, 10 for 30. Uh, Wilson Ramos, who I told you I had in my early lineup. 6 for 18 with a double versus Animal. Don't mind that at all. As Ramos is slowly heating up. Franco, Herrera, McCutcheon have all homered off Davies. Small samples. Now Grandal's got two homers off Eflin in a small sample. Uh, Alex Gordon, 10 for 19 with a double off of Lance Lynn. Something to think about there. Hunter Pence, 6 for 21. Two doubles and a homer off Homer Bailey. Surprise, surprise. All right, into your night slate of action. Uh, Joey Votto, 7 for 14. Four doubles off Quintana. Eugenio Suarez has taken Quintana deep. Descalso, 4 for 10 with a double and two homers off Castillo. Schwarber's taken him deep twice as well. Matt Carpenter, 7 for 14, a double, two homers off Julio Tejeron. That's not bad. Marcelo Zuna, 17 for 45, is a 378 average, two doubles, three home runs. There's your BVP monster today. Uh, Jose Abreu, 6 for 22, a a two doubles and a home run versus Marcus Stroman. Talked about him already. Yomer Sanchez and Tim Anderson have taken him deep as well. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion, 10 for 30 with a homer off Pinata. Greg Garcia, 8 for 14 with a double off Trevor Williams. 3700 bucks punt if you feel so enticed. All right, that'll do it for quick hits today. Went through the four-game slate real quickly for you. Got a five-game slate on tap tonight. Go give us a rating review on iTunes. I much, much appreciate it. Come to fantasysportsdgens.com. Come to the Fantasy DGens Slack chat. Come chat it up with us. We had the PGA teeing off this morning and much, much more going on. But good luck on this Thursday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 16th edition. I'm out. Thank you.